Hello and welcome to Sofa Sensei's. You're joined by me, Kavan, and this is the Aki and Saltfish Digital Network. Now, if you've been paying close attention to the channel, you'll see that I've talked about the top five things I'd love to see in boxing, the top five things I'd love to see in MMA, but now it's about the top five things I would love to see in all of combat sports. No particular discipline, no particular promotion, the whole damn thing. So without further ado, let's get stuck in. So... Number one, I would love to see better information, advice, and guidance for fighters on brain damage. If you head over to the Sofa Sensei's uh, Instagram page, at uh, Sofa Sensei's, there is a video on there um, from Tris Dixon, and he's an author of a book called Damage, a fantastic book about the, the real damage that boxers face uh, and take in the boxing ring and in sparring and in their whole careers, uh, and also the implications that that has on their future life chances and uh, opportunities. Bleak viewing, on bleak reading, sorry, at times, and um, a real stark reminder that what we often take as our entertainment has real-life consequences for those who are in the ring delivering that entertainment for us. Um, and what stands out to me is that there is a real lack of that information in the sport. People don't know what they're getting themselves in for, uh, and they don't know um, what is potentially in store for them, either in the ring or, or after they, they wrap their, their careers up. So um, I would love to see better information, advice, and guidance for the fighters. Um, and I suppose on that as well, um, you know, that starts with the fans. And that starts with having conscious conscientious fans, um, not necessarily um, rooting for tough corners. You know, we love tough fighters, and I don't, we don't ever want to get rid of tough fighters. Tough fighters make the sport. But tough corners, when you can see your fighters losing... Uh, perhaps fans could have a better role to play in, 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 in lobbying against tough corners when they're unnecessary. Okay, number two in combat sports, I would love to see more accountable commissions and judges. It seems like every week now, whether you watch MMA or whether you watch boxing, that we see, you know, some dodgy card that just does not make sense to the sofa sensei or even to the trained eye. It makes no sense. Yet we see it, we accept it, we move on, and then we act you know, like we've got amnesia when the next card happens and comes around again real quick. I would love to see uh, commissions and judges be directly accountable for the cards that they make. And that means uh, publicly accountable, not accountable to the board that employs you and pays you because that in itself can open itself up to corruption. I would love to see these judges and uh, commissions accountable to the public. I said in uh, the top five things I would love to see in MMA, I would love to see a group post-fight press conferences come back well there needs to be a public press conference when judges fuck up uh and there's no there's seemingly no explanation for it so that needs to come back or sorry that needs to be introduced and we need to see public accountability for commissions and judges who get things wrong uh on that note of that accountability and transparency piece number three one two three i would love to see open scoring take place in combat sports much like um, the knock-on effect of poor judging and commissioning uh, and, and, and the sort of change of trajectory it can have on careers, if you knew what, you, what your standing was halfway through a fight, it may change your tactics. Now, some people say that it may change tactics for, for the worse. You know? So you might find someone who's 10 rounds in, they're nine rounds up, and therefore they coast for the next uh, 12 round, uh, three rounds of a championship fight in boxing. Or, 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 you know, three rounds up, two rounds to go, and they coast for the next round in MMA. Now, that may be the case, but then equally on the other side, you've got someone who's now 
uh, nine rounds down uh, and they want to take the other person's head off. So as much as some people could argue that it would, would make the fights boring, it would also make fights exciting for the other person. So I think it's really important that those fighters have the opportunity. In no other sport do you uh, not know what's going on. In, in the World Cup, they know the score because that has a, an, an implication on tactics that they go ahead with. Now, you can make an informed guess of what the score might be, but because of point two, we don't have that accountability of judges and, and, and commissions. There's no guarantee you're going to get the, the fair card that you're, you're due. So I think it's really important that we see open scoring in combat sports over the next year. Uh, my point number four, much like point number one in terms of information, advice and guidance for fighters on brain damage, is I would like to see more support um, for ex-fighters. Uh, what happens is we have legends, we support legends, we love legends while they're fighting, while they're fighting, and then they become legends, and they might go for a few years and then get inducted into the Hall of Fame, and then they sort of fade off into existence. And what happens is uh, they might have a moment, maybe and it's due to brain damage. You know, it might be where they've fallen down on their luck, and people take the piss online. The internet takes the piss. That isn't the kind of support I would love to see. You know, we know these fighters are some are, are some absolute warriors, but even warriors need support sometimes. So a, a, a charity I want to signpost you to is Ringside Charitable Trust. Um, it's led by some really, really fantastic people. They do great things for ex-boxers in particular uh, and, and their family members. Little things like, you know, helping them to get the care that they need, helping them to continue to socialize. And their big ambition for Ringside Charitable Trust is to uh, build a, a, a basically a care home for former fighters um, that, that really does accommodate the lives that they had. So, you know, talking to them about their, ex fight, their, their, their old fights, um, you know, having boxing magazines dotted around that demonstrate their histories. Because what we find is a lot of the care that these ex-fighters get, be it for dementia or, or insert other neurological uh, damage here, um, is that often it ignores their, their past, their histories, and, and that can cause distress. So what we really want to see is, is Ringside Charitable Trust supported, um, and, and adequately resourced to be able to deliver uh, this amazing support that they do for ex-fighters long, long in the future. So please do support them if you can. Uh, and number five is more mainstream television deals. Okay, so let me break this down for you. There is Sky, there is The Zone, there is Channel 5, there is... Um, am I missing anyone? You've got the UFC on, on TNT, that's it. There's loads of things available in the UK. But then you've also got Fight TV for the sort of obscure fights. And there's a bunch of other broadcasters as well. I would love to see less obscure platforms and more mainstream television deals. Because if you go back to my video where I talk about the top five things I would love to see in boxing, I talk about shoulder content. And uh, what's critical with shoulder content is that it costs money. And television networks, generally speaking, have money. There is so much activity right now on streaming. Uh, Amazon have just picked up PBC. Is that mainstream? I don't think so. I don't think so. I would love to see more. You know what? If I'm going to be bold, I would love to see more on terrestrial TV. Uh, Nigel Benn versus Gerald McLennan got 13 million viewers. Nigel Benn versus Chris Eubank Jr. Sorry, <laughs> versus Chris Eubank Sr. Uh, got 18 million viewers. Those were the sort of numbers we saw. Mike Tyson versus Bruno got 10 million viewers. They were on terrestrial TV. It is imperative for this sport to grow to be on more mainstream television deals because otherwise it's going to get sort of uh, sidelined into the apps, into the streaming services, and it's going to become a niche 
uh, and Sofa Senseis may cease to exist, not as a podcast, but as a as a, as a as a demographic, because people will not be uh, sofa surfing. Or that's, that's a poor phrase, isn't it? They won't be on their sofa surfing the TV uh, and stumbling up across boxing, because you need to have a specific app for that. Let's change it up. Let's change up combat sports for the year 2024. And uh, crucially, when I talk about that mainstream TV deal, uh, I mean the smaller MMA um, platforms as well. You know, I would love to see Cage Warriors, but sometimes I don't know where to look. So I'd love to see more of that, please. Uh, that's all from me. Take care. This has been... So for Sensei, you've been joined by Mika Van, and this is the Aki Selfish Digital Network. I just spoke about the top five things I would love to see to fix combat sports in the year 2024. If you want to see my thoughts on boxing and MMA, go back in the archive and check out those previous videos too. This is the Aki Selfish Digital Network. You can contact me on akiandselfish at gmail.com or Sofa Sensei's on Instagram, Aki and Selfish on Instagram, Aki and Selfish on Twitter, Aki and Selfish on TikTok, and much, much more. Please do get in touch, ask any questions you've got, but also like comment subscribe and review and share it with a friend it really does help us grow take care and see you soon